Today's New Testament reading is from Romans, the eighth chapter. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died more than that who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the Word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor Bill Lieben. In our text, we hear the wonderful words that nothing can separate us from God's love. 
The evil forces of this present time may try to separate us from God's love. The sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Our present time is temporary, whereas God's glory in heaven, which is our future home, is eternal. While there is sin and suffering in this present time, in heaven there will be only God's perfection, which has no room for suffering and sin. The suffering of this present time are a result of sin in the world. When God created time and all else, He created a perfect universe. There is no suffering in God's perfect creation. Everything in God's perfect creation is in perfect accordance with God's perfect will. We ruined God's perfect creation when we chose sin and rebelled against God. Sin, by definition, is against God's perfect will. From Adam and Eve right on down to this present time, we humans have been in rebellion against God and His perfect will. This rebellion against God and His perfect will have introduced suffering into His perfect creation. This rebellion against God and His perfect creation have even ruined the non-human part of God's perfect creation, making it not perfect anymore. At times, even our own weaknesses may try to separate us from God's love. In our weakness, we can neither comprehend God nor His glory. The glory of God's heaven, which is our future as His children by faith, is so grand and beautiful that our humans' minds cannot comprehend it. How can our limited, finite minds comprehend the infinity of God? How can we ever on this earth understand God's love for us, that He would send His own Son to suffer and die in our place, so that we may live with Him forever in His glory? How can we ever on this earth understand God's love for us in Christ, that He would willingly leave His throne on high, become one of us, live with us sinners, sinners who made His life miserable, and finally killed Him on the cross. How can we ever understand that kind of love? God's Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. God's Holy Spirit helps us by creating in our hearts and minds a faith which believes even what it cannot comprehend. When the devil, the world, and our own wicked flesh cause doubts to arise, the Holy Spirit, through word and sacraments, helps us to deal with the doubts, with faith, to believe even the unbelievable. God chose you before time began to be His own beloved child. For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. As God lives outside of time as well as in time, He sees and knows all things. He knew you before He laid the foundation of the earth and chose you to be His own. Those He predestined, he also called, and those whom He called, He also justified, and those He justified, He also glorified. When God calls us to be His forgiven child, that call is the irresistible invitation that one cannot deny. As we respond by God's power to His call, He declares us to be innocent. We are, by His declaration, pardoned from all sin. As we are freed from all sin and its result, we have a future, which is heaven. Having heard God's promise of salvation from the effects of our sin, may we never let go of the love of God, which is always there for us. 
Trust in Him, who will love you always. Amen.